welcome back to Girl Mode. Uh, this is episode 10. I am one of your hosts, Willa Rowe. And I'm your other host, Robin B. And Happy New Year, Willa. Happy New Year. Yeah, we have made it into 2023. At least I'm, I'm assuming we we have. I uh, At the time of recording, we have about 10 hours until it's the New Year's. So yeah, anything, you know, could, anything happen. could happen. Yeah, but uh, unless, unless something wild happens, it is 2023 at the time of release. We made it into the new year. Congratulations. We did it. <laughs> Girl mode made it into 2023. We didn't destruct. Yeah, truly, yeah, the best, the most important thing to happen this year. Yeah, the biggest uh, gaming-related event. <laughs> the birth of girl mode. <laughs> um, so, you know, first things first, I think, you know, looking forward to 2023 and what is to come. Uh, you know, we we just did, you know, two episodes back, our, our games of the year kind of stuff. We looked back at the games of 2022. And now it's now it's time to look at the games of 2023. Talk about yeah. what we're looking forward to playing. Um, and I'm sure we're going to play all of them and they won't end up on our backlog at all. <laughs> Taking the most annoying Game Awards category, most anticipated game and stretching it into a full hour <laughs> or so. Yeah. It's good when we do it. <laughs> hey, we're, well, well, it's because we're not giving it, you know, stupid praise. Like that's true. Like uh, that's Tears right. of the we're Kingdom. Not, we're not going to praise anything. This... Tears of the Kingdom being most anticipated game for like three years in a row. Yeah, it's very. We would never have a game on our personal lists that we haven't expected to come out for three years in a row and still hasn't happened. That'd be absurd. Who would do such a thing? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Starting off with our most anticipated games of 2023, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Hey. Oh, it has that to actually, happen. It's, I mean, eventually, uh, well, I guess it doesn't really. But <laughs> I, sh- I sure hope it does. Yeah, I, I. I just think about there was a, I want to say it was like a Nintendo conference or something, or it was, I don't know, it was one of a million different kinds of press conferences. And they were like, we're going to focus on games that are coming out in the first half of 2023. <laughs> And then they like ended it with Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yeah. And I was like, are you saying that there's a chance? Well, what was, there was one, in, I think it was maybe like a future game show or like one of the like kind of, you know, weird smaller ones where they had like five to 10 minutes of gameplay of Silk Song. Yeah. And that was like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so by that, you know, measurement, they've at least got like, you know, an hour of gameplay that we could play. Yeah, they must. That's how, that's how it works. Maybe okay, so I think this is maybe a good place to like start. So aside from Silk Song, what is your most like no shit anticipate like the game that you're looking forward to that like everybody is and it's not worth talking about? Yeah. I mean like what is your biggest, you know, most obvious one? I mean, honestly, I think it's hopefully if it comes out in 2023 it's supposed to it is final fantasy 7 rebirth mm, yeah more than final fantasy 16 i i loved final yeah. fantasy 7 remake i thought it was like the best remake game that's ever been made because uh, mm-hmm. it like does something really interesting and it you know kind of goes off the beaten path and starts telling its own story uh i also think the gameplay is just fun as hell and so i'm like i'm super super excited to see what like the next chapter will be i i cannot wait for that game i think it's gonna be so fun so yeah that is, totally yeah that's like the the obvious one for me at least yeah i'm looking forward to that too for like all the same reasons you mentioned like 
remember when remake came out i was like i didn't expect to like it as much as i did you know um but then when it when it came out and i finally got it i remember just like sitting on the the title screen for like five minutes listening to the theme <laughs> song and like tearing up and i was like okay well it's you already, already got, got me you. yeah yeah and then it turned out like better than expected um yeah i'm looking forward to see what they do what they do with it um, um what about you what's what's the oh sh- the no shit one um i think for me it's probably zelda because yeah. like as we talked about last time it is just like even though it's it, we don't really know what the game is it is more or less a known quantity just in that it's a sequel to breath of the wild and that was a game that like absolutely devoured months of my life uh and i expect this one to do the same armored core is like somewhat in this category for me um but i think like that is a lesser a lower tier than tears of the kingdom just in terms of like how many people are excited and how hyped people are for it Um, yeah that's one where like if you know me it's like of course (laughs) that's the one i'm looking forward to but it's less of like a hype machine than than tears of the kingdom I think for me, like with Armored Core, it's the same as I think every From Software game where I'm like, I'm going to be excited for it. I'm probably going to buy it and I will, it'll probably uh, eventually drop off. <laughs> yeah. That's just how I go with From Software games. But uh, it looks really cool in the, in the like, you know, CGI trailer. Right. Well, yeah, that's the other thing is, is we only have CGI trailer and that, that could be anything. Good vibes, though. Good vibes. Good end of the world <laughs> vibes um so beyond those ones like i mean obviously both of us like indie games a lot um so i'm sure we have like a weird you know collection of anticipated games what like else on your list is like on the radar in 2023 that that you're like very excited about well okay so for one um analgesic productions developer of sephany is working on a new game that i'm not entirely sure it's going to come out in 2023 but um they've been sharing like little screenshots and kind of like tech tests for it uh i have no idea what it's going to be uh which is exactly what i want to see from that developer like Mm -hmm. i i like going into their games without really knowing too much because they are like the joy of them for me is how surprising all of their games have been um so i'm excited i'm excited for it and like the less i know about it the more excited i am in a weird way um, cause it could take any shape and I like just judging on their past, uh, you know, successes, it's, there's a very high likelihood that it's going to be one of my favorite games in whatever year it does come out. So I'm very much looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, uh, one game that I know we're both like quite looking forward to though is Demon School. Yes. Uh, do you want to talk a bit about this? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I mean, so Demon School is developed by Necrosoft Games and, Basically, the thing that is so intriguing to me about it is it looks like this. It's a Persona-like game where it's like on a calendar system. It's, you know, turn-based RPG with parties and building kind of like relationships with your party members. But it also has this like kind of B-horror like aesthetic in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways, um, which I think is like really fun. Uh, I, I will eat up really any game that can be described as persona-like and revolves around doing things on a calendar and building relationships with party members. Um, I also just think the art style is like really, you know, interesting with its like pixelated uh, graphics that also mix with like these weird 3D set pieces. Um, And like, you know, everybody I know who's played the game is like, oh yeah, this game is good. And this game will absolutely be your shit. And I'm like, yes. I already know this. I just, I just want to play it. I mean, you've, you've played it. 
Yeah, speaking of people you know who've played this game, <laughs> um, I did get to play a demo of it uh, for a piece that I wrote, and it is as cool as you're imagining it. Um, aside from the like persona, like relationship stuff, it has a really cool like tactical combat system that's all about like it's very heavily reliant on like positioning and um, putting your characters into positions where they can like combo off of each other um and it, it plays out in a really cool way where like you make all of your moves on your side and then they all play out at once in like this big cool like action scene animation also yeah you mentioned the kind of like b horror uh like influence to it and i, I got to interview the the director of the game uh brandon sheffield about about this and he mentioned specifically like like schlocky horror movies were a big inspiration uh, and that like mix of like 2D art for your characters with 3D art for these big bosses uh, was also inspired by like practical effects from horror movies where it looks slightly unreal and that gives it like this extra element of like both kind of otherworldliness, but also it means you're not as freaked out by it. Like you can enjoy the artistry of a movie with like cool special effects makeup when it doesn't look totally realistic because you're so you're not like as freaked out by it if you're a person like me. Um, who doesn't like horror uh, and those are all elements that make me like so so excited for it like I'm I'm very much looking forward to it as well even though I'm like less of a persona stan than I think like most of our coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I think especially like as I'm like waiting for persona 6 <laughs> mm-hmm. this just looks like it's gonna scratch that itch like fantastic like it perfectly like I'm for gonna sure. be able to replay persona 3 and persona 4 soon enough but this looks like something fresh and new with like an interesting twist on the formula that i i I do think like if i had to say it's probably like my most anticipated game of 2023 yeah after playing the demo it really jumped up on my list too because like you know i saw it and i was like oh i bet that's cool and then i actually got to try it and was like this rules (laughs) there's like a couple games i feel like that kind of are similar where it's a lot of um retro inspired games by developers Mm -hmm. that i'm really interested by that i've been like watching for a long time that are finally coming out like sea of stars is supposed to come out in 2023 which is like basically like a chrono trigger inspired rpg with like beautiful graphics it's it's made by the people who made the messenger which i don't know if you played that game uh yeah did did you play that yeah okay um yeah i i I thought it was very interesting uh i i love the the twist (laughs) that happens in the game it's it's interesting that they're doing this as their next project because the messenger is this like side-scrolling action game uh and now they're going like straight like turn-based jrpg is an interesting evolution for the studio it kind of um similar to what you were saying about the 70 developers like i like when people kind of just move off in a new direction totally and it's like you can you can tell there's a similar lineage where it's like well it's another kind of retro inspired game but it's like looking at a a different specific style that they're trying to recreate and build off of it just and it just looks like so gorgeous like i have watched every trailer from this game like so many times i just mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be great i it it's actually made me um like when you were talking about chained echoes it reminded me a lot of sea of stars um oh yeah which makes me want to play chained echoes uh yeah it's it's great yeah i mean yeah that's also very much one of my most anticipated games um i mean a lot of it is just because of how 
how beautiful it is. <laughs> but I think it does look like an interesting, you know, kind of experiment for them too. Another one that feels very similar to me is Eco Breaker. I don't know if you have had your eye on this one. I don't think I've ever heard of this game. Uh, I've heard of it because I follow uh, like the artist who's doing like, you know, the art for the game on, on Twitter and it looks great. It is... Uh, I'm thinking of this one because you just mentioned Chained Echoes. It is another mech-based uh, JRPG, but this one has is very much like the PS1 aesthetic. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Of yeah, like the kind of like cool, like fuzzy polygon style uh, that I'm like a total sucker for. Like it really does look like old, like Front Mission, like the uh, the Front Mission PlayStation game. Or this is a Xeno Gears ass looking game. This is a Xeno Gears, yes, <laughs> but it looks great. I mean, it's like. You know, it's it's a mech turn-based RPG, which is like, you know, you've, you've already got me. Um, and I think the look is really great. It's, yeah, just a, a thing that I've kind of like been sort of idly watching for, for quite a while. And every time a new like screenshot or a little like video clip comes up, I'm like, oh, that's continues to look incredible. Like, can't wait for it to happen. Yeah, that's um, that's really similar to another game that I'm really looking forward to. And like, obviously, <laughs> there's such a through line for so many of our games where it's just like, so it's inspired by this retro RPG or something that we really like. Awesome. I'm in. Um, <laughs> but so there's this game called Small Saga, yeah. which it's it has a demo on Steam. Uh, there is no official release date, but I follow the developer and they're always like giving little updates and they're like, hey, I've made like a lot of great progress. I'll probably have like, you know, good news in early 2023. So I'm like hoping that means the game will come out soon. It's like the way that I kind of sell it is it's basically kind of like a mix between like the secrets of Nim slash Redwall and like a JRPG. Uh, you basically play as a mouse who lives in the like undersides of London and you travel through this like world, the animal world of London that's like incredibly like medieval fantasy inspired all inside of like you go to like Big Ben and like these <laughs> iconic landmarks. Um, but it's it's just really fun. And like as someone who grew up like reading all the Redwall books, um, it it's exactly what I want. I think it's just like super cute and fun and imaginative. I I cannot wait for it to come out. So it's like similar to what you're saying about Eco Breaker. I've just been like watching every little tidbit in hopes that sometime soon uh, a release date will drop and I can yeah. look forward to it. Uh, but it's, yeah. Uh, have you played the demo at all? Yeah. So I, I've actually had the demo downloaded for like months <laughs> and just <laughs> like hadn't gotten to it. Uh, and then at some point you mentioned it to me and it just kind of like, you know, jogged my memory. So I went and played it after that. Uh, and it was great. I really loved it. I did not expect it to be as like intense as it is. Mm -hmm. um, like it's a really, like the tone of it is really dark, which was not what I was expecting. Not in like an off-putting way though. Like it, I think it's it's really interesting the way it like, you know, you play as a mouse with this, like you're carrying like a uh, Swiss army knife as your weapon which could be really silly but it's like taken totally seriously which I think is always a fun combo of um, sort of like an absurd premise that is like this is just the way the world is so we're gonna like treat it with with this kind of like this uh, I don't know this this gravity um, and yeah it's like another game that's like gorgeous uh, it's just a fun like turn-based combat system and yeah it does definitely remind me of like Redwall and all of those kind of that sort of genre of like you know uh, of like fantasy books um but yeah after playing it i'm very excited for it yeah I th you mentioned the like swiss army knife thing i think it's so 
It's a really interesting premise because like in the game, they call them like God weapons. Mm -hmm. There's a moment in the demo where you encounter a human. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, that part was what I'm talking about when it was just like, wow, this got really, really dark. Yeah, and so like the human impact on the on the world of the animals is like very much felt and like the god weapons lie around and it's like these massive items of power. It's it's really fascinating. I think it's it's a really um it's a really well done thing. Uh, I cannot wait for it. So another speaking of uh games where you play as cute animals, uh but this is one that is not uh, also like emotionally devastating uh there's a game coming out called little kitty big city <laughs> have you seen this game no but i'm i'm immediately in it, i mean it is exactly what it sounds like it's a game where you play as a cat and you're just like exploring uh, i think i heard about this around the same time as i heard about stray like before it was called stray there was like you know this like little demo of it going around uh, that up was called double dagger it's the first thing they have on steam so it might be their first game i'm not sure but it's it really is just like you are like a stray cat and you're like running around in the city and trying to find your way home like it, it seems to have like it doesn't have the premise of stray where it's this kind of like sci-fi high concept thing it really it's just like you are a cat and you are wandering around and it's just like it just looks really adorable it's like you're playing in like an actual like city like environment like a more realistic environment the planned release date listed on steam is currently cats don't have deadlines so <laughs> i can't say for sure it's coming out oh, this year man. but it might and it just looks like an absolute vibe of a game mm -hmm. like if it whenever it does end up coming out this will be my like cool down game uh for when i just need to relax uh it just looks really cute and i'm i'm just looking forward to it i i like need to have one of those on my calendar at all times yeah <laughs> just a game that is just just chill so uh breaking it up a little bit uh i actually have games that are not weird little indie retro inspired games on my list oh. the first one uh because it's it's releasing relatively soon or at least like march is bayonetta origins it has a full longer title uh i d i'm not gonna go into it whatever but <laughs> but it's it's the new bayonetta game and when they showed it off at the game awards it was just super intriguing to me because like i really like bayonetta as a franchise i have issues with bayonetta 3 specifically mm -hmm. the ending like because there was that there's a lot of drama about the ending yeah but then they announced this game and first off it's a prequel and you play as basically like child bayonetta and the entire look of the game is different though it's not like it's not a you know big platinum games action game like bayonetta is it's it has a storybook art style that looks like hand-drawn cartoon like fairy tale illustrations and combat combat seems like really inspired just mechanically everything seems really inspired by brothers a tale of two sons or, oh good call because it's it's basically uh you control bayonetta or cerezia as as her name is at this point and you control the the uh the demon cheshire basically each side of your controller will be controlling one of them and like bayonetta will be doing magic and cheshire will be doing like up close melee combat um and then this will also like go into puzzle solving and platforming around the world which just seems like it seems like a nice kind of break from the bayonetta formula which there's nothing wrong with like i think platinum games action games are so so fun but this just seems like something new and unexpected and i'm really excited by it and it's still developed by platinum which i think is also 
cool. Yeah, that's really, it's, it's interesting <laughs> that they're doing something so different with it. Yeah, I think I was like, it was really hard for me to, to think I could be excited for like whatever came next for Bayonetta. And this was just so different and so unique that it was exactly like the thing that would make me interested again. So yeah, I've, I've been thinking of it uh, in comparison to um, The World Ends With You, which oh, is also okay. a game where you control two characters, but the brothers comparison, I think is, is much closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really interesting. I'm not like the biggest like Bayonetta super fan, uh, but I was really intrigued when I saw this pop up, like the art style, like grabbed me immediately. Uh, and just that really interesting, like idiosyncratic kind of control scheme for it. Uh, I'm always going to be be here for like weird, uh, weird mechanics like that. Yeah, so it looks really interesting. I- I'm definitely excited for that. Um, another sort of, I don't know, uh, another game from to, to continue the theme of games from studios we like. Uh, there's a game called Flintlock coming out. Yeah. You, is this one? Yeah, okay, cool. So this is like a third person, like, you know, Souls inspired action game uh, of which there are, you know, probably 50,000 coming out this year. <laughs> Uh, but this one is from the developer of another third person, the Souls inspired combat game uh, called Ashen that I really, I really love this game. I think it's probably one of my favorite like non-FromSoft Souls-like games because it, I think it, it learns the right lessons from the Souls series, which a lot of like games like the Lords of the Fallen, that type of, of Souls-like game, like do not, in my opinion, learn the right lessons. I think Ashen puts a lot of interesting twists on that formula, playing with the ideas of like loneliness and these like fleeting connections uh, and of like community building and, and all of those things. And, and Flintlock is a game from that same developer, which looks very different from Ashen. It like, it's, it, it's based largely on like firearms, you know, like gun combat. Um, do you know, like the premise of this game? Not really. The idea as I remember it is h- humans invented guns and the like gods that rule this setting saw that as like su- such a like inherently evil act that they decided to try to destroy humans and now humans are trying to use their guns to kill those gods attack and dethrone god absolutely it is attack and dethrone god i could be getting some of the details wrong but that is the general premise which i think is fascinating i mean we've seen a couple of, of like gameplay videos and stuff from this it looks really interesting the reason that I'm interested is because the studio did Ashen, and I think Ashen is such a smart twist on Souls-like games mm-hmm. that I'm really fascinated to see how they translate that into this like completely new style. And it looks it looks really gorgeous. It looks like it's going to be fun. But yeah, I'll be excited to see how if they find a new way to like play with this very kind of trodden formula. This is the like l- the last one that I had on my list is The Wolf Among Us Two, which. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever played The Wolf Among Us. I haven't played it, actually. So The Wolf Among Us is a telltale game. It it basically is this story of you play as Big B Wolf, who is the big bad wolf, and you're like mm-hmm. investigating a murder. And so the reason that I, I really like The Wolf Among Us, the first one, is because it's it's an adaptation, or, or well, rather, it's like set in the same world as this comic series called Fables, mm-hmm. which is like my probably favorite comic book series like ever. I think it's it's one of the best series ever written. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a great series. Yeah, and so this like you know the the premise is basically fairy tale characters like Snow White and the Big Bad Wolf and Cinderella. They all come and they have to live in New York because they're basically like fleeing a war and they, you know, hilarity ensues. Um, (laughs) 
And there's all these like interesting things about what happens when these characters have to live in New York. And The Wolf Among Us is, I think, technically time-wise, like timeline-wise, it's it's a prequel to Fables, the comic. Hmm. But it's like it's these characters. It's really interesting. I think it did a good job of working into that universe. And so while like with Telltale coming back from the dead, it's I'm happy that of all the series that they could go back to, they chose The Wolf Among Us because I think that one had not as much love, but has a lot of potential. Um, and it's it's one of the most fascinating like settings um, to me. So I'm really excited for it. It's going to come out um, just like as a standalone game. It's not going to be episodic. Uh, I hope it will be fun. I hope it will be good. I I just want to kind of like experience more stuff in this world. So I'm happy to see it. Yeah, that is a cool looking one. Yeah, I haven't played the original. I probably should play it and then I can play this one. Um, but that actually reminds me of another Telltale game that's coming out that I'm like, you know, it isn't on my like top list or whatever, but I, I'm, I'll be interested in, in seeing how it goes. Uh, they're doing they're doing a game based on the Expanse. Yeah, it's basically like a prequel to the television series. I don't know if did you watch the Expanse or read the books. Yeah, I watched the show. Cool. Yeah, uh, I did as well. I um, like binged like several seasons over the course of like a couple weeks at one point. I think that's I, like, the really same way that. I did it. Yeah, it was like when the latest season came out, I watched like the previous season and the newest one like all at once. Yeah, so that's interesting enough. That I think it's a cool world. Uh, and also you play as Kamina Drummer, who is the best character in the show. Absolutely. Which is, which is you know, like just what it would take to get me hooked. So I'm really interested to, to see how that pans out and just to like feel as cool as Kamina Drummer for a short period of time would be, would be <laughs> nice. Um, another kind of like narrative focused game that I'm interested in is uh, A Space for the Unbound. I feel like I've heard heard of this game but i don't quite know what it is yeah so a space for the unbound is this like you know kind of narrative adventure game the developer is called moji ken i believe is how you say that a lot of people may have heard of this game at one point because there was some drama with their publisher they weren't getting paid what they were told they were going to a lot of a lot of like uh kind of weird stuff went down i think they ended up like changing publishers there was a lot of stuff happening that like it looked like this game might not like be able to be released or whatever um but it looks like that's sorted out at this point and it, it's still back on track oh this is this game okay yeah, yeah it's a cool like pixel art like narrative game it's set in indonesia in the 90s it, it just looks like a really a really cool little like uh you know like a slice of life thing but you, there's also like some kind of like uh, mystical elements or whatever to it um but it just like there was a demo of it that came out a while ago that that i played that just like the writing seemed really sharp and the world is like so like well realized and and like beautifully like presented there's like great music it just it just seems like such a cool uh, a, a nice little story that was like as soon as it started like even even the few minutes of the demo that you get to play are like immediately like pulling at your heartstrings so that this is one that I'm like I'm very glad like they seem to have resolved like all the stuff that was going on and and you know I, I'm looking forward to finally getting to play it um, I'm looking at it now actually it's meant to come out in January which I didn't realize I know I was, was gonna say exciting. I looked up the steam page and it's like January 19th this game is coming out in like two weeks I was like, yeah. what? Okay. Actually, yeah, I didn't realize for that scene, but I'm, I'm very excited for that game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I kind of went through my list. So uh, I, you know, I cede my time to you if, if you have anything else. Oh, sure. I think, yeah, I had made more of a scattershot list than you did just <laughs> 
uh, to remind myself of things I'm looking forward to. So things I want to just to quickly shout out, like Hyper Lightbreaker, which is obviously kind of like a sequel to Hyper Light Drifter. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a game that's like was like had like a huge impact on me. And this is like looks like a co-op action game. We don't know a ton about it, but just from the developer's track record, it makes it very interesting. Uh, another one, just to speed round some of these, uh, go, Bomb Rush go, Cyberpunk. Go, go, go. Uh, Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, uh, which is a game that every time I say it, somebody goes, what the fuck is that? What did you just say to me? It is like a spiritual successor to like Jet Set Radio, Jet Grind Radio. Uh, it looks great. Like it has the same kind of art style. It's the same sort of like skating but i think there's also like you can like bmx and there's like a skateboard in this one it just looks sick as hell i'm very excited for it let's see season which also comes out this month yeah another kind of narrative adventure it's you play as like a woman who is like on this bike trip as like the world is about to end or it's described as like it's the end of a season and there is some like massive change coming yeah which i don't know what that means but <laughs> your whole goal is to like document the world as it is before this kind of change happens so it's all about like taking photos and making like field audio recordings, which are things uh, I love doing in real life <laughs> uh, while the world is is ending uh, <laughs> as it is. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested to see how that's portrayed in in this game. Uh, and it's also another game that just has a beautiful art style. Very much looking forward to that. And finally, uh, Momodora Moonlit Farewell, which I, again, believe is coming out this year, but might not. Uh, I know I recently got you to play Momodora uh, Reverie in the Moonlight. This is kind of a, it's the end of the, the Momodora series. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's a series that I've really enjoyed. Uh, Reverie in the Moonlight, especially Reverie Under the Moonlight, I think is the name, is a game that I really, really love. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see how this kind of like wraps everything up. It's, yeah, it feels bittersweet because it is the end of the series and it's, it's one that I really do, do enjoy, but, um, I'll be glad to see how it, how it ends. Uh, I'm looking forward to that too. I mean, hey, I am, I've been playing, uh, Reverie Under the Moonlight, so I'm like fully on board now, so... Oh gosh, it's, it's anticipated so for me as well. Yeah. Oh gosh, I want to play that game again. Um, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, it... You can't. There are other games. We've been over <laughs> this. I yeah, I actually can't because the other games are for my job. Um, <laughs> but when Moonlight Farewell comes out, I'll have an excuse to play that. So well, there you go. I don't have to feel bad about replaying. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think those are kind of that probably covers kind of the the bigger games that that are on the horizon for us this year. But aside from like games in particular, I think we something we've both talked about is uh, kind of how we want to approach games in the coming year. Uh, we've, we've sort of described these as like gamer resolutions. Very loosely defined. Very loosely. It doesn't mean anything, obviously. Um, but I, so when we, when we had our, our backlog episode a few weeks ago, we had both talked about kind of wanting to do better about like keeping track of, of games uh, whether that's like for a backlog or just things we're playing. And that's certainly one of my resolutions for the year. Is that something that you are still like, you know, trying to do more, like be more organized with, with what you play and, and, and how you track them? You, 2023 isn't even here. I've already given up. Uh, no, oh, no. I, yeah, I, I want to do this as well. Um, I feel like 2023, I, I can already tell I'm going to be like playing so much. Yes. And I really do want to like keep track uh, just because like, you know, at the end of the year right now where we're all like, you know, we had to do this because we were like, OK, let's think about like our favorite games of the year and what games we liked. And I was trying to like think back and there were so many games that would be like, 
I completely forgot about this. <laughs> I completely forgot yeah. I played this. So it'd be great to be able to like reference that and have a little bit more knowledge of, of and record of what I'm actually doing. Um, this is yeah. something I, I definitely want to do. Yeah, like every year I start, like at the beginning of the year, I like make a spreadsheet or like a doc or whatever. <laughs> and I start tracking, like I'm going to track every game I play and like we're able to think about it. And then I give up after a couple of weeks because I have a bad habit of playing like an hour of a million different games and then never finishing them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think we should, uh, I think we should, we should both do this. We should be accountability bodies for for tracking these this will be really interesting to see what happens in a year yeah to see us both fail and be able to like dunk on each other for it or to see how many games we play see that's gonna be scary yeah. <laughs> to see um so there are a bunch of these like letterbox type services for games i think i mean we don't have to do it like live right now as we're let's recording. set up our but, accounts but yeah i think <laughs> let's take 15 minutes to sit quietly and type our email addresses into various things. Uh, no, I think we should like we should both pick one and like try to make each other stick to yeah. it. We'll, we'll add each other so that we'll like if we check the app, we'll see what the other one is doing or not yeah. doing. Right. We can call each other out. I think this is a good thing to do though. Like both in terms of like you don't want to forget about the games that you've been looking forward to and you want to like give space to the games that like maybe you know, that you got to play and you enjoyed, but that we don't get a lot of time to talk about or write about or whatever. I think it's a good way to like keep those in the back of your mind and also just like keep up on like what's like we just 10 minutes ago realized that a space for the unbound, a game we're both looking forward to is coming out in like two weeks and we didn't realize it. Like, yeah, that's this wild. could be a good way of kind of avoiding that. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely one of the things I want. And I think like for me, I, I hope that will this isn't like a requirement, but because um, I don't want to like judge myself too much. But I do I want to finish more games. Um, I think I just, you know, we're so busy all the time. Um, mm-hmm. We play so many things. I'm there's so many games this year that like I wanted to put the time into more and like really see the ends of and I just never got around to it I want to finish some more games uh that would be nice yeah that would be nice yeah I don't know that I've finished a single game this year that I that I wasn't work doing for work you know yeah (laughs) um so that's something I would definitely like to to spend more more time with and yeah just like just just kind of playing a more like a, a broader range of games uh, and and seeing them through and and you know kind of being able to check those off my list as opposed to like constantly having things that are now hanging over me where like I've played two hours of fifty different games and didn't finish any of them. <laughs> I mean that is that's also something I just generally I want to try to I want to be playing some games just for like fun. Yes. <laughs> Which sounds sad, but like yeah, I want to I want to just try yeah, to enjoy it. some games like mm-hmm. on the weekends. I feel like I I feel like the most recent game that I've kind of been like playing for fun is Harvestella but like I started that because I had to review it (laughs) yeah so like still doesn't really count um but yeah so I need to find some kind of like game that I could just sink hours into on the side I feel like I used to spend more time as well just like going through itch and looking for these like really bizarre little projects and playing them through uh and I just kind of haven't had a lot of time for that lately that's something i would like to get back into as well mm-hmm. just like play some like I, I feel like we we have fairly niche tastes as it is but <laughs> getting into the the real niche stuff yeah i the the itch winter sale is happening at the moment and i i was just like browsing for like an hour just looking <laughs> through and just seeing all these weird interesting things and i was like i maybe i should try this like i have a folder on my computer where I just put all the like itch games that I've bought and 
haven't gotten around to and i'm just like one day i'll play all these queer visual novels that is that is the dream when you buy a game you're actually buying the fantasy of having the time to play it it's like i know i I know if i just put in the time i will but uh yeah uh i do this is one of my big things that i feel like you you're kind of the reason that i want to hold myself accountable to this is i need to i need to get caught up in final fantasy 14 <laughs> yeah, you should. I, I It's a I mean I, I love the game. We've talked about yeah. this, but like I'm I'm a little behind right now just mm-hmm. because of like how crazy the year has been and right. I just need to catch up and that way I can I can force you to like carry me through raids and stuff. Yes, yes. It it'll, it'll be so much fun. Um yeah, definitely. I think like the the story of Endwalker is great. Like it's it's the game is in a really good place right now. And like all the story that you're going to have to get through to get to the end is all excellent. Um, And like, yeah, I'm I'm at the point now where like every time a patch comes out, I'm like excited to dive in because they have like, they're in such a good position right now to like not have to worry about some huge arc. Like they are kind of at the beginning of a new story right now and and can do pretty much whatever they want. So I think, yeah, it's a really good time to be like current with it because they keep doing like sort of surprising new things with each update and being able to like keep up with those is really is really enjoyable and yeah i can't wait to uh watch you flail around in the new raids before you learn the mechanics that'll be a good time for me it's always fun (laughs) jumping into something new as a healer yes oh my gosh the stress i can't take it (laughs) yeah i think i should probably spend less time in final fantasy 14 if i want to be able to finish any other games we'll we'll make the time yeah i mean yes i say this and then i i don't think i'll actually play any less (laughs) um yeah that's a good thing another sort of like this is not entirely related but something i would like to really do that is sort of in the world of games is um so a few times over the past couple years i have joined uh game jams on itch and written like really small like tabletop games or like supplements for other games Uh, and it's something i've always found really enjoyable and really fulfilling Um, it's like i get to write something really interesting which i i love doing it's writing in a very different mode than i'm used to and also to like turn it into you know a book or a pamphlet or whatever that also involves creating some art which i usually will just like kind of manipulate some like public domain artwork which is also very fun um so it's just like a very like it's a cool combination of like you know weird little artistic skills that i enjoy with like no pressure because i am not doing it for any kind of you know professional obligation it's not something i'm particularly good at so i don't feel the pressure to like you know make it perfect like i know it's going to be janky and that's good and that's part of the process um so i just really want to spend more time like getting back into that uh just as a, a a way to like i don't know uh make a cool thing that i spend so much time playing games like to be on the other side of that i think is really fascinating i think for me like something that i want to push myself to do is and like work-wise is i want to interview more developers Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm very i feel very safe when i'm just doing like my reviews and stuff um because that's what i feel comfortable doing but like the chances that i've had to talk to developers this year have been like really really great so i want to like i want to pursue that more it's it's something that i've like i've been dipping my toe in i kind of want to like put myself out there more and just like find interesting stories with devs um that's a little little work work uh you know resolution (laughs) yeah i mean that is really one of the best parts of the job to be honest like uh most like of the pieces i'm like happiest with this year i think all of my interview pieces are on that list it can be yeah it can be really fulfilling like when you spend so much time like talking about your own views and opinions to like 
be able to talk to someone else about their process and find a way to like convey that and like you know find interesting little ways into a game that you wouldn't have found if you were just writing about it from your own point of view yeah um i think yeah it's, it's a really great part of the job and it's it's definitely something that i i hope to to continue doing a lot of this year too i think that this is a bit of a silly one but uh i want to get a steam deck 2023 yeah. year that i get a steam <laughs> year deck. of the steam deck yeah <laughs> yeah i know every time i see someone talking about theirs i get very envious of the idea of being able to like lie in bed and play <laughs> through my my gigantic steam library could you imagine playing final fantasy 14 on steam Deck? Oh i mean it's uh, not as productive for like other like a lot of content but yeah i don't know how i possibly would but that <laughs> would be if i could make it work that would be the dream of course i i want to keep on doing girl mode yeah i've i've greatly enjoyed the doing the podcast so far for the past you know several months i know it's been a couple of months now it feels like we just started it it's kind of yeah wild. it's been great this is yeah this is definitely like a, a very like it's the creative project that i'm like happiest with uh Aww. this past year for sure yeah i don't know i've just had a blast and i'm looking forward to what kind of weird shit we can think of to talk about next year i know yeah. i'm sure there'll be some the two of us together is is maybe a little bit too chaotic but that's that'll make some great content yeah that's yeah i i want to make this podcast as unhinged as both of us actually are <laughs> <laughs> if you can believe it we're like reining ourselves in uh <laughs> Yeah, so I'm looking forward to, to year two of Girl Mode. Hell yeah. Yeah, but uh, besides that, um, what has been, like, what have you been doing just for fun besides, you know, everything else? <laughs> yeah, besides everything else. Yeah, um, the so the, the game I've been playing most this week has been a future thing for work, not for fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, so but other than that, I haven't really been playing many games. So the kind of the, the big sort of just recreational thing I've been doing this week is like it, it is like the holiday season uh so I've had a few opportunities to like bake some things for like parties with friends uh which is something I don't do very much like a lot of people I kind of got big into baking in like the early days of the pandemic uh and then it sort of fell off but winter it's that that urge kind of comes back to me because it's a nice way to like heat up my apartment for a while and give myself some treats to to make myself feel better during the like winter blues season so I've been recently a couple times been making like hand pies which are super easy to make, like extremely easy. You just kind of like make the dough and then punch out little shapes and then put some fruit filling in it and then stick them together. And that's that's all it takes. So I've made these cute little like hedgehog shaped hand pies because that was the cookie cutter I had that was the closest to a circle. They're adorable. Uh, you sent me pictures. <laughs> Yeah, they're very cute. I've done them like pumpkin versions. I've done apple versions and I've done strawberry versions uh, and they're great. And that's, you know, just kind of the thing I've been doing. Like baking is fun. Being able to like give your friends a little gift is fun. Uh, highly recommend both of those things. Uh, if you think you're not very good at baking, look up like look up hand pies, look up easy recipes. Like you don't have to go all out and like like make something big and elaborate. Like just the process of of putting a few things together and then popping them in the oven is is very satisfying on its own. Uh, and it's always nice like having a, a nice little treat that you have made. Like it, you feel uh, accomplished at the same time as you are like enjoying a nice little a nice little thing. So yeah, that's my recommendation for the week. Go find something easy, bake it, 
feel good about yourself. Hooray. Hell yeah. Uh, how about you? What have you been up to this week? Uh, yeah, so I've been doing a bunch of gaming because um, it's <laughs> been kind of like the downtime, had a lot of like long weekends and time off and stuff. Um, so I've been playing this game. Uh, don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Elden Ring. Okay. Sounds interesting. Is it like a visual novel you were talking about those earlier? or Okay. So like I, I've put time into Elden Ring over the course of this year, uh-huh. like when it came out and then, you know, again over the past like couple months in preparation for end of year and stuff do you know how much time you've been into it actually so i think i'm about 40 hours okay not 169 (laughs) like some people yeah but like so so i'll get into why also my play time is kind of like lower than a lot of other people um Hmm. but anyways like so i've i've gotten back into it this weekend or this week and i've ended up putting in like a ton of hours and just spending a lot of time like going in and doing a bunch of quest lines that I like was in the middle of and finishing. And now I'm like, I'm getting like very far. Like I, I finally got to, um, millennia and i'm very progressed into the like main plot like nearly at the end and it's just been like really fun i'm like i've been fully elden ring pilled now um because like not that i didn't know that it was like a great game but it was just like it just wasn't clicking with me like in what i wanted to do like with my free gaming time so the way i've been playing elden ring though is i think i've mentioned this before is i use mods for it uh so i basically have an easy mode mod which like increases my damage output and like decreases the damage taken and it like it makes the game a lot more you know user friendly uh for someone who just like doesn't want to like put in the time because i'm lazy um but it's been really fun you don't want to get good yeah i don't want to get good i'm (laughs) contrary to like what people might think about games journalists i suck at gaming i think that is what people think about games yeah that's true But yeah, so I've just been like spending a bunch of hours just like sitting around on the couch, like drinking hot chocolate and playing Elden Ring. And it's been like super fun. I I've, I finally feel like I found my rhythm. Like I just play it with like a podcast on or what I have done is uh, my girlfriend will sit on the couch next to me and she'll like have the like Elden Ring lore wiki page <laughs> open. And so whenever I like beat a boss or something, she'll be like, so here's basically this boss's whole story. Um, now I'm going to tell you a sad story about this person. Yeah. Why you should feel bad for killing them. Exactly. And it's it's been really fun because, um, again, like I don't have the energy to just read through everything, um, like all the mm-hmm. item descriptions. So it's it's nice having a little person just sit next to me and just like <laughs> tell me everything. Um, yeah. I don't know how it started, but just all of a sudden, like in the past week, I've just put in like 20 hours to Elden Ring. Um, but I've greatly enjoyed it. And I know we were like just talking about how Elden Ring is like the game that we will never finish. Um, I don't know. I think I might get to an ending. This is it's 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 pretty close it might happen yeah that would be an exciting development it'd be pretty funny Uh, to see me finish elden ring before you it would yes (laughs) because i i still don't think i will ever finish that game (laughs) one day maybe if i have 169 more hours to play the second half yeah exactly cool i'm glad you you got sucked into the black hole that is elden ring like the rest of us Mm -hmm. just took a little little longer um but yeah i think that's it for us here at Girl Mode, uh, you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and you can follow us on socials. We're on Twitter at Girl Mode underscore Pod, and on co-host at Girl Mode dash Pod. I'm on Twitter and co-host at The Willow Row, and I'm on Twitter and maybe one day I'll start using co-host at Robin Bombas. <laughs> 
Uh, thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.